Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Movie Locos. I am your host, Monster Man, and here with me, as always, is my partner in crime, uh, Junior. What's going on, man? What's up, everybody? What's up? All right, so today uh, we are taking another break um, in between the Star Wars Marathon, and we will be talking about the newest uh, adaption uh, or newest film. Uh, of the Hunger Games, uh, which is the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, yep, yep. So this book came out in 2020, and this yeah. movie is set uh, as a prequel to before like everything that went down uh, during the 74th uh, Hunger Games or whatever. Mm-hmm. This one is actually set uh, in the 10th 10th annual Hunger Games. So. Uh, before we start, like, with the review in the film, let's go with what the critics and the audience had to say about this film. Um, so yeah, I mean, you would just, let's go, I guess let's just start, right? Um, but before that, actually, can you, uh, go ahead and give us the cast? The cast, please? okay. We have Rachel Ziegler as Lucy Gray. Uh, Hunter Schaefer as Tigress Snow, Peter Dinklage as Casca Highbottom, Viola Davis as Dr. Volumnia Gall. Mm-hmm. We have Tom Blythe that plays um, Coriolanus. Coriolanus Snow. Correct. Which I I was like, oh shit. I was like, this is the OG when he was young. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you got, uh, you got nothing. Go- uh, you had no knowledge of any. I had no knowledge of what, what okay. this movie was going to be about, basically. Okay, cool. Yeah. Josh Andres Rivera as Sejanus Plinth. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And many others. It's a, it's a pretty big cast. Yeah. Those are like the main characters. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> so for this film, the critics gave it a 63%. So it's not bad. Really? Yeah, 63%. It's uh, And it gave it... And the audience gave it a 91%. So... Mm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's getting a lot of praise. People are loving this film right now. Um, there's a lot of hype because it's been what like, like seven eight years since the last one, the last uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, the Mockingjay came out. I looked it up. It came out in 2015. The last one, part two. Eight years ago. Yeah, and That's so crazy. yeah, um, and so Suzanne Collins. Uh, came out with the book during the pandemic mm-hmm. so and then I, as soon as this book came out like it it was doing it was like selling out it was doing really well obviously people were, were at home they couldn't really do much so mm-hmm. uh sales were great and literally like not even a year later like we were getting um uh, information that it was like oh we're gonna turn this into a, a movie they were quick. quick within within three years they made a movie it's crazy yeah yeah, it's a really popular uh like book and a really popular story. Obviously, uh the Hunger Games was a very successful franchise. And so Suzanne Collins came out with this one and uh for myself that read the book twice, I could tell you like I love that book. I I read it and when it came out like probably like late 2020, mm-hmm. um that's kind of when I read it and at that point like yeah, I was getting a lot of praise already. I loved it to the point where I was just like, all right, it's been a while since I read it. I need to read this thing again. So I personally love the book. Um, so obviously I'm going to be a little bit more critical on it, but that's just be- that's just always going to happen, right? Um, you just don't have the time uh, in a movie to like really capture every single aspect of the book. Um, and that's okay, you know? Um, but... Let's go ahead and uh, let me know. Tell, um, give me a second here. Well, I guess you can go first. Uh, let me know how. Tell me how you feel about it. Uh, give me your experience. You said you'd never read the book. What you thought of yeah. this movie was gonna be about? Did you like the trailer when it came out? What's What's the dealio? Um, 
honestly, I don't really remember much about the trailer. I don't really remember what they showed in that. Mm-hmm. But so I, I feel like I kind of went in blind. So like when I was watching the movie, I was like, I know it's a prequel. I'm not sure how far back it is. And then, you know, obviously, like. They like tell you pretty early on, it's like it's going to be the 10th Hunger Games. So you're like, OK, that means it's like 64, 65 years before the other Hunger Games movies we've watched. So you're like, OK, there's a pretty big gap there. And then you learn about like, oh, it's it's, it's like Coriolanus is like kind of uh, like origin story kind of thing. Pretty much. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. And he's like young. He's like 18 or something or about to turn yeah. 19. So you're like, oh, shit. So I was trying to do the math. I was like, okay, then that means he was like 80, like two or some shit or like 80 something during the new Hunger Games movie. So he was old as shit. So I was like, oh, damn. Like there's so much, so much has happened in between. So I'm like, damn, I wonder like what started it all. You know, it was pretty interesting to, but I had originally thought that it was going to be um, the beginning, like, like hunger before the Hunger Games, like Hunger Games one. Like, you know, oh, okay. I didn't know, like, there had already been, like, nine prior Hunger Games, you know? And it it's interesting, too, to see that, like, the Hunger Games in the beginning were, like, it was, like, very simple. Like, it was just, like, in an, like a basic arena that they would just throw them into. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, so it was cool to see that the 10th one is what changed it all. Is what, like, it made the Hunger Games kind of evolve into, like, what we see like where they change the arenas they add like more like spectacle and shit so it was interesting to see like that like the the beginning of what the movies like we've seen like like years ago yeah i think uh susan collins was like really smart about the way she like obviously she probably didn't think about it this much ahead but it was so smart to to start with the 74th annual games right yeah 74th annual hunger games and then do that complete series and now like we literally have 60 60 something years in between when you could literally come out with a book like you know anytime in between that timeline which is just crazy right and you can even do a storyline about the war before the hunger games you know yeah like literally you can have a movie or a story right before like the last years of the hunger games before you know uh the districts lost or whatever mm-hmm. yeah you can do a whole entire <laughs> series just on that alone um but coming out with this prequel i thought it was really smart to start off with the 10th hunger game because we know that you know we are like the first nine were just kind of like you said you just throw them in a in a an arena and just kind of let them kill each other and that's it Right. There wasn't yeah. really any it wasn't really anything interesting, actually, because they didn't have any like anywhere to go besides. I mean, they'd kill each other off like within minutes, I think, because uh, mm-hmm. they were just all like in this big old dome and there was nowhere to hide. And then this one actually changed it, not only on the spectacle part, but on the fact that uh, later on, obviously, we see that uh, the arena was blown up and because it was blown up, there was like holes and places to hide and uh it made it like a lot more interesting right yeah um so i thought that was really interesting and and really good um obviously i read the book i love the books um this story like it was it was just kind of cool to kind of like see it come alive so i had a i had a really good time watching this um there's obviously some part um like, I don't know if we should start right from the beginning, right? But um, the book in itself doesn't, like, I think they were really smart on how they did it in the movie where, like, they start off right when they're little, right? Coraline, Snow, and Tigress. Um, like the flashback or whatever? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's not done necessarily, like, in the book. Um, oh, okay. In the book, it starts when he's, like, waking up and getting ready. And, you know, he's looking for that nice tie and clothes to wear, obviously, because mm-hmm. they're broke. And then later on, they talk about how broke they were and seeing people, like, chop dead people's, you know. Uh, it gives you a flashback <laughs> later, deeper. Yeah, into the, like, yeah, the, yeah. Like, but I, I, I think they did a really good job on, like, showing, like, even though the District 1 
like people were dying of starvation and and um and you know um uh, in the capital like people yeah. were still starving people were hungry um and so obviously Coralina Snow actually comes from like a wealthy family or they were wealthy at some point um yeah. and his dad dies uh, so like they've been maintaining like this image of wealth like in the capital um in which they don't have right so for so for him it's all up for him and for tigers it's been like let's we need to go to school we need to do the best so that we can get you know grants or money to like make this happen so that our family can stay in the capital to be you know it's crazy because it's all about like image Mm-hmm. in the book and in the movie like it's all about like the way people perceive you and Coralina Snow especially because of his name like he's seen as like this you know this prestigious family or whatever that they have obviously you can see the grandma like you know that's like what she mm-hmm. believes too like we need to maintain what are people going to think blah 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 um and they're literally like starving like <laughs> There was a part where he, they opened the, the refrigerator door and, like, yeah. there's no food. Like, mm-hmm. so these people were broke going to, like, fancy schools. The only – and it's it's actually really – like, in the book, they emphasize on how, much, like, starving uh, Coralinus is most of the time. And, like, mm-hmm. he's just, like, happy that at school he gets to eat. Like, that's mm-hmm. the, about the only time he actually has to have, like – he gets to have, like, an actual meal. Um, so the struggle is real for them, right? Yeah. Um, so I like I like that part of the movie a lot. Um, what you uh, what you think of uh, Rachel Ziegler and uh, like well Rachel Ziegler's character in general? How'd you feel about her? Did she do a good job? I think um, she did a really good job. I okay. I like I, I liked her a lot. I don't I don't think I've ever seen her act before. I don't really know what she's been in to be honest. She was in Shazam. Oh yeah, she was like the little sister from the Fates, right? One of the Fates. Okay, that's Correct. like the only thing I've seen her in. Yeah, same. I don't think I've <laughs> seen her. She's kind of an up and coming uh, uh, actress. I think she, I mean, yeah. obviously I think she had been in some stuff before. I don't know. It was like in the Disney Channel. I don't know. I but think she probably she, does come from that, like the singing, because she's like a singing and stuff. She's like an actual singer. Yeah. So, so. I don't know. Like I knew about like Hunter Schaefer. Like a little bit, like yeah, like, uh, Euphoria stuff. Euphoria. I've heard about her. Yes, but like I know, like Peter Dinklage and Viola Davis. I've seen them, in, like a couple other things. Like yeah, they're superstars. But everybody else, I was like, I don't really know these people. So I, to me, it was like it was watching like uh, a bunch of like no name people with like like four or five like famous people in there mixed in, just like. You know, like it was like my like I don't know how this is gonna go. I don't know how they act, and then like I haven't I had no prior like knowledge of how the book worked out and everything. But you can kind of predict how the movie's going. It's like because obviously the, she tries to parallel like like the other Hunger Games and stuff, so like you can kind of predict how things are gonna go down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like I thought the beginning, like you mentioned, where. Like it starts off as a flashback where like they're running and there's like it's a war. There's rubble everywhere. They're hiding and they just see a guy chopping a a, a human's leg off because they they resort to cannibalism because they're like starving and stuff. Yeah. And then you you see them like almost die to like a rabid dog, and so right. and then like oh shit. It's a it's really interesting how like they set that precedent that like they started like they they have nothing. So, like, they, too, are, like, basically fighting for their lives, even though it's in, like, a different way compared to, like, the Hunger Games people, like, the, the district people, because, like, they they were, like, they're basically, like, oppressed for their whole lives. Well, these people, like, the Snows, they, like, lost it in the in the war. Right. So, it's, like, they, they try to make it, like, seem like, okay, um, Snow and, uh, what's their name? Lucy Tigers. Gray. Oh, Lucy. Oh, oh yeah. T- well, Tigers too. But like, it makes it seem like you know, they're on the same level to some ex- like extent. Like you know, they're Correct. they're kind of like they have nothing. They're they they're like putting on like a face of like you know trying to be brave or whatever. But like, but what I heard was that in the in the book, 
um Coriolanus has like a crazy like inner like monologue or like oh that's the best part yes like i was literally saying, about like, to talk about that like yeah. that like and i, I they're like i saw videos where they're talking about that and i was like oh really and like they're saying like without that inner monologue he seems a lot more like like sane or a lot more like kind than he actually is like oh, that yeah. makes it because like i guess he's like like he's very hateful or something and like he like and also i guess he treats his sister a lot worse in the books like like the stuff it's, it's his cousin or his cousin oh that's a, oh, okay oh yeah because she says like you look like your father like not like yeah 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 okay, well yes. um like so i was like oh damn that's a crazy thing to like have left out but it's kind of hard to implement that because then it, it i was thinking about it it's gonna be like like you you know the show where he just like permanently has an inner monologue of like thinking things i mean that but that works right I think so, but it has to be done right. But like you can tell, like he's pretty like selfish, or like he's pretty like I don't know. He's like uh, plotting all the time, like you know, trying to like find a way to like benefit himself. And like it's crazy how the extent that he's willing to go to, like you know, to get himself out of like the trenches, basically. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so let me let me go back a little bit. Um, for for the Rachel Ziegler character. I don't know how I feel about her. I think she has an amazing voice, and mm. I think uh, uh, she did really good with the singing. I thought it was incredible. Mm. Um, I just don't know if I saw her as, you know, Lucy. Oh really? Uh, maybe Why? I. I guess I guess because when I was reading the book, I had an image of what she was gonna look like. You know what I mean? I had an image of what Snow looked like and all these other characters. Um, uh. I don't know. I, I don't know if you noticed, she almost had like a southern accent a little like bit. Like a twang? And, yeah, yeah, but like it, it felt forced to me a little bit. Um, um, I don't know. Something was a little off on her character. And um, in the book, obviously, like, yes, she is the main character, but we are looking at through the eyes or through this, like, the story of um, Coralina Snow. Coralina. Like, yeah. yeah, he's the one that we're reading, like, his thoughts, what, you know who he's interacting with, what's going on, um, like, in his head. And so, I mean, I, I think she, I, I thought she was fine. Um, the guy who, like, Tom Blythe, who plays um, uh, Coralina Snow, I think he did a really good job. Obviously, yeah. like you said, uh, I think he looked a lot, like, more, he was more likable in the movies than he is uh-huh. in the, the book. book. <laughs> and it's just because you book. know how sinister he is. Although I will say, the two times that I read this, and I well, the first time that I read this, I hated that I I was actually rooting for him. <laughs> like I knew his mind, and I yeah. knew who he would eventually become. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, he's falling in love with Lucy, right? He's falling. Mm-hmm. He's falling in love with Lucy. He's doing everything he can to win, and he's and. Like, so I'm like, dude, I want this guy to win. And it sucks because, like, he's an evil person at the end. He's selfish. Like, yeah. that's the overall message at the end. Like, he is just thinking about himself. So he's thinking about himself while at the same time falling in love with this chick. And, yeah, he's doing it for himself, but he also cares about her. And it's, like, super weird. Uh, he's, mm. like, it's almost like uh, like he's fighting within himself, like, turning his back on his quote-unquote best friend who who in the book actually he really doesn't like him he just like he's like that one friend that's always around this one guy that's always around who Mm. like everybody thinks he's your friend but you just like tolerate him because you have to and because Mm. he has money and you never really like him but everybody thinks like oh that's so and so you know that's your friend that's you know you're always with him yeah. and you're like gosh like i don't i don't even like this guy like so i, I saw something uh, a video where they're talking about what you're saying that they're saying like he seems to like hate everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> and like he's constantly like 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 annoyed in his own head even though he like tends to not say anything because he's like he's trying to be like i don't know like sneaky about like his thoughts or whatever and that they mentioned how he like he kind of had that envy against um 
to Sejanus because his like Sejanus's family basically got the wealth that belonged to his family because I guess like in the war his I think they said he was from district I forgot which district is it two. twelve or something or two no district two yeah is that where uh his his dad's like 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 wealth was from and then it got destroyed right and then and then Sejanus's family was like the, a different district and then oh, that. No. They are from the capital. Um, no, but the, um, his dad had like like ownership of a district or something like a like they said. I don't know if it was like the coal mines or something that like like whatever like wherever the war took place, it destroyed like the whole district, which then made it made it to where. Well, I'm um, assuming like, that it was they lost all their wealth. Unless it, he had a one, he had one in District Thirteen. I don't remember that specific. I forgot. It, they, it had they, to have been District 13 when it gets blown up, right? Who was a military personnel? Because obviously, it might have they, been District 13, but yeah, because like, Sejanus so makes their wealth on weapons, I think, like him and his yeah, family. I think. Yeah, so like basically, like if if um, like the war hadn't happened or like if that district hadn't been destroyed, I think like that would have gone to like the Snow family, but mm-hmm. because of like the war and then his dad dies. And everything like all that wealth is like and then it becomes part of the plinth family so like that's why like i guess they used to be part of the districts or whatever like that's why he mentions like like that these are like like basically like uh like is it marcus or something he's like like that's my that's like my best friend like that's those are my people or whatever right but he he basically made it out made it out so i think like they were like that's what the video was talking about how like they pretty much chose a side. Of, yeah, they chose a side, and they chose the winning side, so they became really wealthy. Yeah, and because of that, now, like, Coriolanus, like, envies Sejanus, and, like, he wants that money. He, he, like, he feels entitled to it because he thought, like, his family was the one that was supposed to have it, but because of the war, like, they lost everything. So I, there's, like, so they're, like, that's another reason he's kind of, like, always kind of, a, like, even though he's supposed to be his friend, quote-unquote, He's also like, I don't know, like against them. I don't know. It, I I need I feel I need to read the book. I feel like he's he sounds way more like oh he's like so weaselly. interesting. Oh yeah. More oh weaselly. yeah. Because I, I honestly in the book I never them con- I never consider them friends. I think really? uh, uh, believes they're friends, but they're never really actual friends. Like mm. Coralinus never sees him as, as like an actual friend at all. Like it's just like uh. Uh, Snow is pretty much a person who uses people uh, mm. to his advantage. Pretty much, um, he does fall in love with with Lucy, though. I will say, like yeah. that, you do feel it that he that he does fall in love. But at the end of the day, I think the um, power and like the possibility of becoming something else, and so um, he chooses that life over being with Lucy Baird. In the end, he's that selfish. He cares about no- nobody else but himself. Like, uh, yeah, like, obviously, you see at the end, he makes a decision and, he, and mm. you know, obviously gets uh, Sejanus, you know, killed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, dude, I was so mad at that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, well, the, the build up to it when he's like, re- he switches the, the thing to record with the bird. <laughs> I was like, no, you yeah, it, it, snake. It's nice. You're the snake it's in the nice, ballad, bro. bro. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I love the Tom Blythe um, like, like, uh, vision of who Coralinus was. But yes, a hundred times out of a hundred times, the book is going to mm-hmm. be better. Just be like you said, you see what's going on behind like each character, what they're thinking. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I still think, like, Tom Blythe did a good job on trying to, like, you know, mm. um, I guess, showing who Coralinus was. But, yeah. Um, what I uh, Let me talk about one thing that I really liked. Obviously, this is set, like, 60 years mm. before, 65 years uh, before, um, right, before what actually happened. So, I wasn't sure how yeah. like, it was going to look, like, if they were going to. I don't know where they're getting like their inspiration of like their clothes and if they were going to make it look like, you know, very 1920s, 30s or 40s type of look. Uh, you know, I'm not really like sure what kind like what year specifically like it's but you can tell it's uh, like 
inspired by like I don't know what would you say maybe like twenties or thirties or something like that like I'm I'm kind of trying to piece it together. Okay. Um. No, I feel like that's too far. I feel like that's okay. too far back. Maybe I'm crazy. Yeah. I yeah, feel like if good. anything, it's like maybe like fifties or sixties. Uh, well, especially the older. Like, are you talking about like people, the, like the rich people dress, like, like clothing school, and stuff, um, like like the way they're dressing? Everything. Yeah. Well, even the guys, you know, the way they're. Oh dressed, yeah, yeah, the little um, feathery hats and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was unique too. Like he has like yes. um, yeah, kind of like uh, like a kilt kind of thing, you know, in one of the scenes. Like, so I, I was like, oh, that's an interesting like. Well, like, the capital you can tell they like mixed like in different kind of like clothing styles, but like you you see the districts and they're like very old school yeah, looking yeah. clothes. Like they're all wearing very old school looking, you know, they their caps, you know, like just the way the setting that it's that it's seen in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah the little exactly. like uh, yeah, fedora exactly or like not fedora, so, like, uh, the like beret kind of hat yeah, you or can whatever. Tell, like I was really happy like that you can tell like oh. even the TV screen that they had on where the guy was coming out right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot the the name of that oh, actor yeah. because he's actually a the little like actor, TV um, thing. <laughs> who plays. Um, he's like a descendant of like the the <laughs> of like the future guy that comes out in the. Uh, Yes, Jason Schwartzman. Yes. Oh, Jason yes, Schwartzman, that you. guy. He's the one that plays yeah. Lucky. The one that's like so the, he's the pretty newscaster much, he's and like to the, like the guy that does the seventy fourth. Yeah, yeah. Annual games, like eventually. I yeah. So all that, like all that, was done uh-huh. really good. Um, Didn't I didn't know what I would. I pictured exactly, but I thought I, I really liked it. Like everything, just. Mm-hmm. I. I think they mentioned it too. Like in one of the things they say, like, well, one of, one of the things when he's like calling the restaurant, he's like, he's like, I think I'm gonna be late, yeah. or like he calls like right. to do a reservation, and he asks for like like two adults and like a high chair, or something, and people the are like, generation. oh, that's that's the that's his son or like the the next one around after, and that, I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was funny. I I thought he was probably one of the funnier like better parts it, it's of actu- the, what I liked the about movie. that like, actually I his is commentary that it shows was that like funny. he Not cares nothing about the lives of like these children that are being slaughtered. He's literally talking about a a uh, a reservation yeah. dinner reservation while these kids are off in the in the di- like in the dome like offing each other. Like that's crazy. <laughs> it's wild. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You, you um, think of a fuck. He's so, so that was desensitized. Really cool. um, yeah. I will say, go ahead. Oh yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, like when you said that, he you could tell he doesn't care. Like in one of the scenes, he's like, "Oh man, that was just awful." And, but and you think like, "Oh, maybe he's uh, finally talking about like, like you just saw like someone get like whacked." in the in the coliseum or whatever oh, okay. but then he's actually talking about oh, yeah. one of the students throwing yeah. up and he's like don't never do that again <laughs> on the cameras or something and you're like oh never mind he doesn't care stuff <laughs> he, he and you're like bro so like so um it's crazy like it, it represents really well like how mm-hmm. like little some of like the older generations that like probably grew up watching the Hunger games don't give a shit about like the death while like the students are like witnessing this for the for the first time, so it's they're, like, uh, it's, it's crazy to like, see like to how much of an impact but, like Coralinus yeah, has on the future of the Hunger Games. I think like he really is like one of the founding like yeah his dad te- yeah. well technically his dad stole it from um what's his name I'm sorry Peter Dinklage's character cats yeah cats yeah cats got high high bottom right. Um, yeah so him and his dad pretty much planned this thing right like uh, snow's dad steals it and they publish it and it becomes a thing but even then like snow puts like ideas out that eventually become like the future of what the hunger games is um so it's crazy i would love to see an older version of him like he is gonna be a gamekeeper and then so like he's just like moving up the ladder Right. Um. At the end of the day, he ends up becoming like a a, um, a student mm. who's gonna learn. Uh, behind uh, Viola Davis's character, who is yes, Gauls. 
Thank you. I'm really bad at uh, like remembering Dr. these Volumnia names. Um, but Gaul's Gaul. obviously like Gaul, dude. She's crazy nuts. Um, dude, Viola Davis like, popped off. I'm not gonna. Lie. I like the. I liked her. Right. Um, like aesthetic or whatever. Like you know, she has like the fucked up like gray eye and stuff or whatever. Like stuff with that. Like different color, different colored eye, and then like, like the like the mad scientist hair and stuff. You're like, you're like, oh no, nah, she's crazy, bro. She's gonna. She's always. And then you see her jars of like, like mutated yeah, um, animals and yeah. stuff. You're like, you're like, she Damn. is nuts and she looks nuts. Uh-huh. Um, I like, I think she's a little crazier in the book, or at least you fear her a lot more. Um, but like in regards to like. Obviously, I feel okay. like since I read the books that it does kind of like push a little forward a little too fast, right? Because the Hunger Games is just like whatever happens in the Hunger Games is only a part of like whatever uh-huh. happens next, right? You have it's like it's like this movie split into two parts. What happens like mm-hmm. when they meet and her surviving the Hunger Games and then what happens after, right? Which is obviously the only reason she survived is because Snow cheated. Yeah. Right. He sne- he cheated the entire time, um, because he really wanted this prize. Yeah. Yeah. Again, because he's selfish. Um. Yes, he does fall in love with Lucy in a way, but it's because mm. he tries to help her survive, and he cheats because he wants to win the prize. That's pretty much it. Like at the end of the day, um, but yeah, I I do I did yeah. feel like it was rushed just a bit, um. There is this part when they're talking, right? When he meets with, um, mm. when they meet and then he's like, yeah, like if you really care about me or if you really want me to sing, get me a guitar, right? And start believing that I can win, right? Well, in the book, like you see him go through this whole thing. He uh. has to go and find people that he knows to try to figure out how to get a guitar. And you don't, you don't see that. Yeah, that was weird. I actually was curious about that. Yeah, because, like, after he, he she says that, like... He, he gets he, like, knocked out, like, remember? Taken away or something? Uh, like, they, they, like... Or I forgot. They, like, they like take him. Oh, and yeah. And then, like, and then you're just, like... Somehow. Does she end up getting the guitar? Exactly. Or? Yeah, so we missed then, all that entire storyline. But, but you don't see how she gets it. Yeah. So... I was really curious about no. that. Actually, that yeah, was like he goes through a bunch of things. He, just, he talks to a guy. He just got a guitar now. <laughs> who like, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, he has to call favors in for her to get that guitar, and he it doesn't call in all the favors sucks. or something. Um, but yeah, little things like that, dude. Like, are mm. what I wish they showed. You know, just a little bit. So for me, like the first half did feel a little like just. Like, it was doing, like, fast, I guess. It was just going a little too fast for me. That's all. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and the movie was long, too, huh? So, like, like they could have added that time? a lot more, but it would have been, I like, it was... three hours long or something. Really? Oh, dude, it felt, it felt short to I, me. I think it was Weird. around two and a half um, hours. I yeah, because so. obviously they had the entire storyline of, like, him going to district 12 okay so he, that's the other thing right that we didn't even talk about like the or how was how long was it it's damn it was two hours and 38 okay, minutes but that's still but pretty long i don't know how much of that is is credits or whatever but that's yeah so and i did i, I remember like because the obviously they say part one part two part three after, mm. Once it hit like part three, I was like, "Shit, how many parts are there in this movie?" Yeah, because <laughs> like obviously they like sectioned it off into like like main stories kind of thing, and I, I had no no idea. And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, all right, strap in." I really had to pee too. I was uh, like, "All right, I must stay focused." Uh, yeah, it was, let's it was too good. I was like, about, "I need to know." So what happens but, afterwards, um, right? So he cheats. Yeah, what are you saying? He they find out he cheats. It's pretty much they sent him off as a soldier. Um. He sends mm. himself to 12 because he wants to be with Lucy because yeah. he loves her, right? At this point, he knows he's screwed. He's going to spend his time there. Well, he does so well that eventually they just like, well, all right, we're going to send you to District 12 in so and so many days. Um, you're going to have to leave or whatever. And then 
that whole thing happens, right? Uh, he ends mm-hmm. up killing, um, you know, the, the mayor's daughter and the guns that have his DNA and he's freaking out. So uh, I was having this conversation with Judy was like, was he being just selfish? Like he didn't actually want to leave with Lucy. It's just that he knew he was screwed at this point. Right. Um, like, okay, they're going to find the guns and we're both going to get hanged. Yeah. Obviously the mayor hates uh, Lucy. So he's going to find an excuse to hang her anyway. So they're both like running not necessarily because, well, Lucy loves him, but, like, it's not like he's doing it because of that. Like, right? He already had plans to go to, uh, to uh, what is it? I think he was supposed to go to be, like, a, yeah, for training and stuff. He was going to be, like, a lieutenant uh, to, or something. To District 2, I think? Yeah, so. Yeah, he was basically going like, to move, up the, the, move he, up the ladder. Yeah. I don't know. He loves her, but at the same time, again, he's just being selfish, right? He's leaving because he's gonna get killed, and it's and once he realizes that he doesn't have to leave, that's when you have that crazy scene where she's like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> like this fool's gonna kill me, you know? Um, Dude, the, the build up to that is like mad intense. Like they're at the um, uh, what is it? Like the little tavern. They go into the back room, like they have guns and stuff. Everybody starts freaking out. You find out like Lucy is like kind of in on it. She knows what's going on. Then Sir Janus has been plotting this whole time, but he, he freaks out because he didn't realize that they were going to have guns involved. Everything's freaking out. And then the mayor's daughter is there. Dude, she was so annoying. She's like literally the reason everything went to shit. And then um, obviously they start freaking out. She's like, I'm going to tell on you guys. And then fucking Coriolanus like freaking freaks out and shoots her. And you're like, bro, <laughs> like damn, like that. It's go time. It's go time. Then freaking, then he kills the. Then he, then he like, uh, oh no, he doesn't kill the other guy. He like, he's like, tell him, he tells him to get rid of the guns and stuff. And you're like, oh shit, nice. Okay, he got rid of the guns. And then everything's like going good. And then he ends up fucking like. um flipping on his own best friend like he's like everything's going to shit so quick and you're like no everything was going too smoothly everything was too good <laughs> everything just starts spiraling out of control you're like damn from it all started because of like because the janus decided he wanted to like try to make a difference you know and i think um another reason like people might side with coriolanus is because like he tells like the janus like you're not you're not afraid to like to kind of step out of out of bounds or like do something that might get you in trouble because he's rich and because his dad will just like get him out of it like he tells him like you're not afraid to do this because your dad will just pay for your like you're basically bail him out like no matter what and he's like and he doesn't have the, the privilege of doing that because he's broke and like he gets you know right. he's already he, he, like he's pretty strike, much like, just doing three. right exactly i'm sorry go ahead and so, um, uh I think that's another reason too. He's like willing. No, I I was just saying like I think that's another reason he's like he's so willing to just like kind of like betray him because it's like he's like he feels like he's constantly doing something that's gonna fuck him over, even though like you see him like he seems to regret it later. But then he's like like you know in that scene where he's like crying in his bunk and he's like freaks out and he like fuck because like he just. He just got his like friend hanged, and like he knows what he did. He's freaking out. He doesn't know what to do next. He knows what he did. Obviously, but he's like, "Fuck it, we chug on." But at the end of the day, nothing happened. So Um, you're just like, like, "Damn!" And obviously, in hopes that you know, uh, Gaul saw it, Mm -hmm. and you know, at the end for him, at the end of the day, it's just like, "How do I get out of here? How do I move up again? How do I like take care of my family, which is Tigress and his grandma, right?" So, um, yeah, it was impossible. So Janus just kept getting in trouble, whether he was at the Capitol, whether he yeah. was over here, like helping the rebels. Cause at this point, yeah. Like anybody that's help- helping the rebels regardless is, is the bad guy. Right. Obviously we don't see it like that. I think uh, when you're putting children in to kill each other, that's you're the bad people. Like you're the bad guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Judy si- mm-hmm. did side <laughs> my wife. She did side with um, yeah. 
I, and I said my wife for the listeners, not obviously, you know, she's your sister, but, um, <laughs> um, but uh, she did side with like Coralinus on like why he, she, <laughs> why he did it. Cause yeah. Like, and she said, cool. Cause I was in the military. So it's like, well, how would you feel if, you know, a guy was betraying you and, yeah. you know, with the oh. enemy and stuff. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Right. Like if you put yourself in that, you're a military personnel your best friend is siding with like the rebels who we just went on this fight with and they lost. So I was like, okay, well that makes sense. But we know that the capital mm. is kind of evil in a way, like, right? Like in hindsight, we know, we know that for 70 years, they end up killing a bunch of children. No. Yeah. Right. They're like, they're like tyrannical or whatever. Because they're just trying to maintain the power over, like, because it's one district, right? And they're and they're like they're in like district. Are they in district two or what? Did, no, what district are they like in in like next to district two? No, like in the map, it kind of looks like America. They're like in the the left middle area. What looks like Vegas? Like they're like in that area, and then like like they're in charge of everything. So it's like it's crazy. Like they're basically like everybody is suffering except for like, like um, all the other districts. So it's like of right. course people are gonna want to like revolt. Of course there's gonna be like conflict. Yeah, and like obviously like you can see that because everybody basically everybody in the capital is wealthy, like except like maybe like mm-hmm. you know you know there's some families like the snows and stuff, but like in the nice that are like place, probably right? like regular people, regular old joes. But they still have the privilege of living in like the capital. They're not like, yeah. So like, they're like struggling, but they're like they're struggling in a <laughs> in a nice area. So well, like they I have would hope say, like, versus the, point, uh, the district yeah, people, which have like earlier, zero hope like, of ever like getting Carolina's out. Carolina is also struggling so, at this point, right? His family is, is starving. They're hungry every day. So which makes him a little more likable. Like when he meets um, Lucy, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, so it's crazy. Obviously, we see that this love didn't last very long. Um, and I think it has to do, obviously, it just they just didn't trust each other at all. Um, freaking Snow ends up killing like his quote-unquote best friend. And he kind it kind of slips, right, when he's talking to, um, to Lucy. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, who was the third one?" And then he just makes something up. But at that point, Lucy's uh, already like, "Dude, that scene." Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah, no. Nah. Myself. Nah, you're suspicious, <laughs> dude. It was he came up with such a bad lie too. It was so funny. He's like, like I, I've been seeing all, all the memes. Yeah, they're literally doing that. Like the like they're like the edgy like. Oh, I killed my own self. I have to leave it behind <laughs> for you, for everything. I killed myself. You're like, okay, bro. Like you could have just said, you could have just said like you felt guilty that like that your friend died or like you know you could have said like some other bullshit <laughs> that was more believable. But like as soon as he said that, Lucy literally looks at him like this bitch. This bitch lying. <laughs> this bro. This is captain on his head. Like there's no way. And then like. Like immediately after, the, like we have the right. whole like conflict between them, where like, like, oh, that scene too, yeah, where he opens the thing and like, the guns are I in can, there. I can like, oh, they say it right, and like, that just makes it more tense between them. Or like, back to my own you're life. like, oh shit, right? Yeah, yeah, and he, and she says it kind of like, like snarkily, like, oh. Like, I guess you're home free now, right? Like, all the stuff you've done, you're, you know, like, kind of saying, like, oh, like, all the blood on your hands, if you if you get rid of this, you're you're good to go. And then he kind of, he's like, yeah. But then, oh, the fact that she says, I guess there's, I guess there's only one loose thread left. And he's like, what? And he's like, me. Like, I'm the only one that knows. And then he's like, I, that's a weird I, thing I watched, to say. Was, that was already and then he, and you're like, why would she on, say right? that, bro? So, like, ah. Oh. She might have like trying to figure out what he would do. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like she was trying to. Yeah, ten- maybe the you could say that he was testing him. Um, yeah, and obviously he tries to kill her. <laughs> like it's like just like this him? tension of like, why'd you try to kill me? She obviously like, you know, 
uh, we have a lot of like snakes in here, right? We have snakes in the arena. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Lucy uh, do the whole snake thing with, uh, you know, that girl. Yeah, when she's saying in the beginning. Uh, and then we have snakes like here at the end, right? So he she throws a snake uh, in like her dress and stuff. And yeah, so oh. um, the whole like mm-hmm. millions of snakes that were in the the arena at the end, and then him getting bit by this one. Um, yeah, it was it was it was it was pretty, it was crazy, right? That was pretty smart. Where she puts the little sash on top of a snake, and he grabs it instantly, gets bit. I was like, ah, you got played, you got, and like, you could tell she's being kind of like tactical because she knows like how to like uh, like the woods and stuff. She's trying to like evade him, and he's just like, nah. He just starts blasting. I'm like, damn, so ruthless. But, but then he like he's like ah, I don't know I don't know where she is whatever and then he like starts right. rowing into the middle of the lake to get rid of the guns and you're like damn he's really getting away with it it's crazy and and then we don't really know what happens right we don't really know like they kind of she kind of like who's it the author Suzanne she kind of like no as it's, far it's, as I know she leaves it as like a mystery that we don't maybe she, maybe Lucy dies maybe she doesn't they, they don't like explicitly say right. Where she what happens to her? Okay, yeah. I I personally think she's alive. My my friend Oscar was like, nah, she died. He killed her or something. I'm like, so, nah. I feel like uh, they would have like said something. They would have yeah, done something exactly. more. So I feel like she got out. There's theories she was, going she was around sneaky. that she knows the woods. You know, Lucy might have been in like one of the first movies. You know, she might have been the one that gave her the pin, like uh, in the first movie. I think it was uh, the uh, Mockingjay pin. Uh, there's a scene where, um, in the original ones, where she goes and she like gets a pin from an old lady, and they're thinking maybe it's her, but mm. it's all kind of just made up at this point. They don't, um, uh, right? You know, and it's cool because like the song comes out, like uh, the the um, maybe there'll be the another book tree or we'll whatever, and like you realize, oh, it was cool because like okay, it's, like, it was Lucy who made this song, like who. You like who made it up you know she it's the reason and it's like well oh, how would they, they know how would they know that song exists unless she was alive right yeah and singing it or whatever i so like I that a lot all right so let's head uh over to the last part of the last phase of um of the podcast and uh review um the ballads of songbirds and snakes uh go yeah. ahead first if you, if you want to all right. Um, I think I landed that overall. I enjoyed the movie a lot, especially since I didn't have any prior knowledge about it because I didn't see or I didn't read or know much about the book except for like tad bits that um, that you had mentioned to me. So I gave it a nine point five, I believe. And then I think that played into the fact that like the music was really good the acting was really good i don't know i i learned since that like you know um like sejanus and like the actor that plays sejanus it's like um i think andres rivera and then like rachel ziegler or whatever like they're dating and stuff so it's like it's interesting that like they got that job together they both did a really good job even though they didn't i don't think they really interacted huh and then we see like the chemistry between um tom blythe that plays coriolanus right and sejanus like i don't know like i think they all had like really good chemistry and acting and the singing i um i don't know i think the the music really tied everything together really well okay nice 9.5 i like it uh which is funny because people were hating on the music but i don't know the music was probably one of the best parts if anything yeah yeah Um, especially with um with Rachel Ziegler, because <clears throat> she wasn't necessarily my favorite part, um, or at least my favorite character in there. Um, pretty much everything you said, I kind of agree with. Um, Sejanus, I think, uh, really surprised me. Um, the actor did a really good job. So um, I'm going to go ahead. I, I Like I said, I read the book. Um, so yeah. I was a little more you know, picky about certain things. But I'm going to give it a 9, uh, which is a solid A. So, oh wow okay yeah um <clears throat> uh it's still an a and I yeah think yeah it, yeah it's solid 
9.2 maybe you know what i mean so okay we're getting generous in here yeah 9.2 okay i didn't know it was that kind of kind of night bro no (laughs) i think it was a really solid good movie uh very enjoyable i thought you were gonna uh, be more strict no i I really liked it i the more i thought about it um the acting was good obviously viola davis was great so oh dude viola davis killed it yeah she she killed it and she's a really good actress Um, what a good villain bro yeah, everybody and and the cast was just awesome. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to with um what uh was Suzanne Collins has like in store for the books. I'm sure she'll be working oh. on another one soon. And um, she was cooking with this book, bro. Oh, 100. So um yeah, really good book. I think so. We both oh, yeah. did A's. Uh, I think yeah. special mention too to like the smaller the like the cast that like smaller parts. You know, um. I forgot his name. Was it Breach? The one oh, that yeah, um yeah. that he pulls that is it he's the one the scene that pulls down the flag, right? Covers the right. bodies and like I don't know, all the cast did so well. Even the ones that like they didn't get like too much screen time, like like it was really impactful. Like the actress that played Wovie and like I don't know, they all did such a good job. So and nice like I feel like a lot of them were not like too big of actors. So this is like a lot of like this is like kinda like the big break for them. So they they killed it. No, I agree. I mean, you took the yeah. words out of my mouth. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned them because I think they also did a pretty good job, uh, regardless of how small their role was. So, yeah, uh, they killed it. Yeah, pretty happy with this film. Uh, looking forward mm-hmm. for uh, for the rest. Um, and I think that's about it. Uh, thank you guys again for joining us here at uh, Movie Locos, and we will see you guys. Yeah. Uh, next week with the review of Revenge of the Sith. Continue, Thanks for listening. Uh, oh, can we shout out? Um, we might start doing uh, TCG Locos. Thank you, yes. Up, uh, yes. We might start doing that on YouTube. Yeah. Doing so, some uh, Pokemon and stuff. Yeah, correct. Uh, so TCG Locos is a new uh, new thing we're going to have on uh, YouTube, right? Um, you're going to be yeah, in yeah. charge of that. Um, and mm. that's going to be like a, like a spot where we uh, break boxes of uh cards yeah. pokemon cards um um maybe other stuff Yu Gi Oh or japanese Yu-Gi-Oh, stuff uh yeah one piece whatever you because i know you got a bunch of that stuff um yeah and uh yeah we're not too big i mean i'm not as big on, on cards but i'm kind of getting into it because of you so uh, i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to uh opening some boxes so we can do stuff here and there you know just for fun yeah so look forward to that um but-